out shout out to Ashley. She she's listening from Melanin Matt. So, you know, she's on the YBAB network too. They got the wrestling show that they do on Fridays at what is it, six PM? So shout out to Ashley. Well Cash. Yes. All right, so I guess since this is the show that you wanted to do, you have to properly introduce the show and then we can go from there. Okay, good. We didn't even properly introduce ourselves, even though I know they know who you are. They don't know me. I'm just a nigga. <laughs> you gotta tell them who you are, Greg. <laughs> well, uh, I'm Greg. What's going on? Hopefully, y'all are doing good. And I'm Shay, aka I need more platonic friends. And. We are the fam of the Young Black and Bothered podcast. Tonight, I wanted to talk about, well, the fact that it, I'm struggling to maintain platonic friendships with men. Um, and I have been tweeting about it, guys. I wanted to talk about it so bad with somebody. Um, I kept calling my friends about it because I was just so bothered. But let me just give you guys a little of the background. Basically, I went, I moved to Jersey from D.C. for a job. And when I got here, you know, I knew that I didn't have any friends and I was OK with that. But then someone that I knew reached out to me and was like, oh, I can't believe you moved to my city. He lives in New York. So he's like, I can't believe you moved here. We have to link up, whatever, whatever. I'm like, okay, cool. We had a phone call. We talk about like, you know, when we were friends, like he knew my, he, he had went to high school with my cousin. He asked about her and he just knew about my family background. So we kind of just caught up on stuff like that. So First, let me just make it clear that this man has a living partner and he has a child. So automatically with that, I let him know off bucks like, you know, we're we're it's cool to be friends like we can be friends. And in my language, even in conversation, I have never given him the idea that we would ever be anything more than friends. OK, so. It wasn't like we were talking all the time. I think we might have talked on the phone twice. He called me the first time he saw me post about moving. And then he called me again like some weeks later just to see how I was settling in. Both conversations were maybe 30 minutes or less. And um, and then that was it. So then one day he texted me and was like, man, you know, we got to link up. I haven't seen you in like 10 years. You know, regular conversation. And I'm like, okay, cool. You know, since we both work in the city, um, I'll catch you while I'm out there. And, you know, because um, once you come back to Jersey, I wasn't going to pay the tolls and stuff to just come into the city for the night and then go back. So um, we agreed to meet after work. We met up. Okay, so he has a really, really important job. He works in like the entertainment field. So when he first came, he automatically, when, when we first met up, he was on the phone. And I'm like, okay, you know, maybe it's an important call. But as the call went on, he literally talked to this person from the moment he met me on the street, the whole taxi ride to the location. Uh-uh. When, we, when we got to the location, he did get off the phone. 
Um, we chatted a bit more there. While we were there, he had kind of hinted that, you know, as we were talking, I was telling him, you know, we cool. Um, you know, because he was like, oh, we got to hang out again. I'm like, yeah, we can. We're cool. Like, this was cool. I enjoyed myself. Um, and I was like, it's good to have a friend in the city. He was like, yeah, but we're going to be more than friends. And I was like, no, we're not going to be more than friends because you have a situation and I'm not, I'm just getting here. I'm not trying to make enemies in a new city. That's just not something I'm interested in doing. So I'm like, I don't need nobody's baby mother pulling up to wherever they are talking about, oh, yeah, I tracked your phone and you here with a bitch. And blah, 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 blah. I just don't want that kind of drama. Like I get to come here, have me a clean little slate and start over. So that's my plan. So, um, he offered to pay for the Uber for, to take us home. So the Uber took him home and then it took me home. He did pay for that. Um, when we got into the Uber leaving, oh, first he made a comment and said, do you see how I'm blowing a bag on you? And I'm thinking to myself, bro, you're not blowing a bag. Like, First of all, you asked me out. You asked me to come out. So when I ask people to come out, if I contact any of my friends and say, hey, let's go out, usually it's because I'm treating or because I'm covering majority of it. You know, I did not mind paying for myself. But when they brought the check, he picked it up. He chose to do that. He also chose to do the Uber thing because when he asked me how I was getting home, I said that I would Uber home and he was like, well, we could just ride the Uber together. I'm like, okay, cool. That way we can get to chat more. That did not happen. When we got into the Uber, he was back on the phone again. He talked, literally, he talked on the phone from the time we got into the Uber until the time he got out of the Uber to go home. So I had ended up falling asleep in the car because... I mean, no one was talking to me. I was just riding Mm -hmm. and the ride into because he also lives in Jersey, but he lives in a different city from me. And we're like 30 or 40 minutes apart. So um, the city that he lives in, um, you know, riding there from New York, it took about maybe 30 minutes from there. So. I'm just sitting in quiet, you know. I did end up leaning on him when I fell asleep, but that wasn't mm-hmm. intentional. As he's getting out the car to say bye when the car stopped, we both, I was reaching to give him a hug to say bye and like a kiss on the cheek. Like I, I do that with my, my friends. But Uh-oh. he literally leaned in for like a lip kiss. So it was like an awkward one because it was like, it wasn't like a, a full kiss it landed like on my upper lip and part of my nose or whatever because it just wasn't meant to be that Mm -hmm. so it was just one of them awkward things or whatever okay i'm like all right well this is now weird Um, okay so fast forward to like so the next day i did thank him for the outing i was like thank you for you know just hanging with me i did enjoy my night my first night hanging out in the city because i hadn't really been doing anything so um he was like oh you know you're welcome we have to do it again so i never said anything now weeks go by that i don't hear from him which is fine because he has a family and we're just friends mm-hmm. um then he reaches out again and he's like well when are we going to hang again i'm just like well i don't really know at this point i'm just trying to read the 
you know, the energy with the situation because I think my issue with platonic friendships is that, well, with friendships, period, with men is that they tend, they do sometimes tend to ride the line where you can have this flirtatious energy between the two of you. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes lines can be crossed. And if that happens between friends, that has to be the choice of both individuals. What I don't like is when the woman is saying that she's not interested in something more and the man is insisting that he wants something more. And then it's kind of like a forced, uncomfortable like vibe that's now being created because you're both on two different pages. Yeah. Oh, this, this is mean, gonna be a good conversation. Ooh, <laughs> so, right, um, go ahead. Um, so I'm I'm just gonna get this out of the way. Um, okay. You cannot be platonic friends with men. As a man, I'm I'm going to be the one to jump out the window and say like it's not possible with me. Um, the reason why is like either we friends or we got another situation. Meaning fucking relationship dating married whatever like my, my friends it doesn't matter male or female like you are my friend um and if we've established that we're friends that's just exactly what the fuck it is platonic friends to me is like it's like another additional term to try to tell somebody that they're in the friend zone but it's more polite it's like hey we're just platonic friends like there may be some attraction there but there's nothing that can happen right there for me i've been in this situation before and I eliminate myself from that equation because if I'm coming at you at, you know, knowing that I'm attracted to you, I've already let you know. And I'm not one to be friend zone. I'm not one to be the platonic friend, knowing that I have some type of attraction to you. So what I do is I keep it surface level with friends, but I also keep my distance. He didn't do that. Oh, um, without, without breaking man law, he was absolutely on the phone with his girl or some equivalent to a girl occupying this time to try to figure out, you know, if you were down with the get down or not. So that's just my interpretation of, you know, him being on the phone, mostly trying to like, you know, peep the scene with you. It was definitely work. It was definitely a work call because of course I'm mm -hmm. sitting right there. So I'm listening, Mm -hmm. but it's just the fact that the work calls, it's just like, you know, how you have those coworkers Mm -hmm. that you can kind of have, like you have like a friendship with. So it was like, yeah, the person might have initially called for a work purpose and then it turned into like just homey conversation after a while. Mm -hmm. So instead of him saying like, these are just the things that even if I did decide, you know, I've been talking openly about how horny I am. So Mm -hmm. the fact of the matter is, even if I did decide that I wanted to have sex and he just happened to be the person that I was going to do it to because I wanted to. Everything mm-hmm. about how he carried the night deterred exactly. me from that. Exactly. Yeah, that I, I wanted to touch on that. I was going to save save it to later on, you know, because I wanted to let you, you know, float with it. But a, mm-hmm. a lot of women, because you said he has a girl or whatever. Like, a, as somebody who has been in a situation, you know, either being married, even in a relationship, and things like that, like there will be women who are attract, attracted to you one because of the current relationship status that you're in. Or they're just attracted to you because they're already attracted to you to begin with. And that's kind of like the ice on cake being like, okay, he's responsible enough to like maintain his status of a relationship, being a good guy, blah, 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 right? So for you, like you could have been in a situation where it's like, you know what? We did whatever we did, but you know what? I'm going to keep it play. I'm going to just go ahead and just, you know, that happened, whatever. And it does happen in many cases. 
Was he cheating? Yes. So somebody's like, well, that's cheating. Yeah, it is. But that's his circumstance to deal with on his own. He knew what he was getting into because of the fact that you two, like, you know, you engaged as friends. He took it to a length that he didn't need to. Obviously, alcohol is involved, blah, 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 blah. blah. But that, again, is his responsibility. But what he fucked up with most men do is jump the gun without asking questions. He assumed like, hey, y'all are cool. Y'all are friends. And he was throwing little cliff notes at you like, hey, we got to do this more. We got to go and get drinks, get you liquored up and shit like that. He thought that that was going to be like an easy entrance in. And then he thought like, all right, laying a kiss when you was going like, help it. That don't. Um, I'm probably breaking man law by even saying that, but it's the truth. Like, just let the women, if I'm talking to the men right now, like, just let them know from the get go what it is. That way you can say, you know what? If she wants to friends on me, she wants to say, oh, you know, I just think of you as a friend. Then you can leave. Like, all right, I'm going to pay yeah. for your Uber or whatever. And then we can bounce. Like, you and go you your way, I go my way. You don't even have to do that. Because, see, I feel like a lot of times guys mm-hmm. like to guilt trip women about the cost of mm-hmm. things. So let's just be clear in this. I, in no way, shape, or form, am one of those women that's like, oh, you ain't going to pay my bill? You ain't gonna send me like mm-hmm. I'm fully okay with going out with a friend and separating the bill and paying my own way and paying my way to get home. I don't have any problem with doing that. I don't even mind because in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, if we do end up linking up again, I'll pay the next time. Like that's just how I'm set up. So it's never a situation where I'm like trying to use an individual for whatever they can do for me because I exactly. pretty I'm in a pretty decent situation here so mm-hmm. at the end of the day that wasn't even the ice on the cake so mm-hmm. we followed up uh, for another outing um and i had told him okay yeah that's fine we can link so but my little boo thing that's in the army that i had told you about he was supposed mm-hmm. to be coming so i was like well i can't really say whether i can do saturday but i know for sure i can do friday this was supposed to be this week no, last week. Exactly. This was supposed to be last week. So I was like, I know for sure I can do Friday, but I'm not sure about Saturday because, you know, my boo is supposed to come. He's like, you're what? First of oh, all, I already no. told you about that. Right. I had already mentioned that I had someone at home when he was asking, like, dang, so you just left. You didn't leave anyone behind. I was like, well, I was kind of dating someone on like an on and off type thing. But, mm-hmm. it, you know, um, that was pretty much the gist of that. You know, we'll just, we both decided that we'll just see where it goes. Like, we're not trying, we weren't committing to anything with me moving. So, I'm telling him that. He's like, oh, okay. So, then he comes back and he's like, so, you never invited me to your place. Well, that's the thing. If I want to have you at my place, I will ask you to come to my place. I Mm -hmm. never like when men hint at things like that. Don't say that to me. I, I know how to say what I want. If I didn't say it, it's because I don't want it. You know, I know exactly. how to tell someone, hey, I want you to come to my house or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, and it's not that you're not in, not invited into my home because if, if I feel comfortable with you as a friend, you can definitely come to my home. I have male friends that have come to my home on their own and we can drink and I'll cook or whatever and we'll have a great time. So it doesn't even have anything to do with that. It's just the fact that, first of all, I haven't heard from you in over 10 years. So really, I don't even know who you are. That's Mm -hmm. just, that's the truth to that. You, over time, we are different people. Yeah. 
I don't know wh- where you've been, what you've been doing, or who you've turned into. So to think that one I- one outing and a couple of phone calls can equate to like a solid friendship where I want to invite you into my personal space, you should, you know, no, don't just assume that. I feel like we're at the age where we know that as well. Like, mm-hmm. but, you know, whatever, it happened. So I did tell him, I'm like, look, I don't have a problem with you coming to my place, you know. Um, I'm still kind of getting things set up. Like, I don't have, I, I haven't found new stools yet to put them at my, my breakfast bar. Like, mm-hmm. I just like for my, I like for everything to kind of be in order when I start having company. Exactly. Um, even though I'm settled, I just, I don't know. I'm weird. I like everything to be a certain way. So I was like, yeah, I, you know, that that's not a thing. I'm not saying that you're not invited here. And he was like, okay, so what are we going to do for the next outing? A game night or what? Okay, bitch. A game night is for a group. So (laughs) you thought that you were going to have a game night to come here for us to play the game for what? 30 30 minutes or so? Because I mean, I feel like games get old between two people very quickly. Like it's entertaining in the beginning. The only thing that can might that might be able to last for a while between two people is Uno. Just because when you start yes. fucking each other up, you want to keep going. Outside of that, exactly. what what can what games do individuals play as just a couple of them? You know, no one does that. So Oh, I got the perfect game. Fucking. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so from there, I just ghosted the situation because I felt like mm-hmm. I had already expressed that one. I had already expressed that I didn't want to be more than friends. You know, mm-hmm. I also told him that with sex comes feelings, no matter what people say, it happens. And mm-hmm. you have a solid situation. When you talk about your situation, you don't hint that you're unhappy or that you plan to leave or whatever like that. Exactly. So I, I made it clear to you. I don't want to be, I don't want to be involved in nothing like that. So I feel like I laid down the law as far as what I wanted. So for you to keep, you know, pushing, pushing, I mm-hmm. felt like it was just pushing for something more. It's just best for me to just walk away. You don't understand the language that I'm speaking. Maybe you do understand, but you're mm-hmm. not choosing to hear it. So now I have to walk away. Even though I told yeah. him that my boo was coming on Saturday, he completely disregarded that, kept texting me on Saturday, kept texting me on Sunday. And I'm like, bro, if he was here, it's like you're trying to blow up my spot. Like, mm-hmm. this was so, it was just the most awkward situation that I've been in in a long time. Because I do have platonic male friends. I do. Mm-hmm. I have guys that, mm-hmm. even if in their heads, they may think, of more of me than what they say Mm -hmm. they are man enough to understand my perspective and they've respected Mm -hmm. that so i feel like at our age if that's something that you're uncomfortable with then you should also make the decision to walk away like if someone tells you that they don't want what you want as a especially Mm -hmm. as a man you have to learn when to walk away you cannot force yourself on women yeah it's not a good look that's with him in particular, because it happens to a lot of guys. I've been there. Other guys have probably been there as well. Like they don't want to hear no. And even though you didn't say no, it's the actions behind like, you know, whatever happened with you two there, like the circumstance that he's like, all right, this is the no. Let me press the issue. Um, you're not supposed to press the issue. So that's rule number one. Um, 
he just was trying to figure out where his opening was and he figured, all right, well, now she got somebody and she know I got somebody, so it should be safe. And again, that's still at the woman's discretion. Um, I would like to think like you would be one of those type of women, no disrespect, but like, all right, if you know certain things and you can go and ask the right questions and they give you the right answers, then you were able to like reevaluate that situation. You know what I mean? So like say like if you know how I am, of course, that's me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's what it kind of confuses me. Like, you know, and it's not a knock on like men being platonic friends. It's more so like men perpetrating like they're your platonic friend. Like mm-hmm. if you know for a fact that like you want to fuck, you have to let that be known. And it's every man knows they want to fuck one of their friends. Every man does. Like for me, for example, like my best friend D, everybody's like, oh, well, Greg, like you and her have never done anything. No. And the reason why is because like I genuinely have known her for like over half my life. So there's that. And two, she's just always been somebody was like, all right, like if she had a dick, she'd still be my best friend. You know what I mean? Yeah. For me, that's that's not even just like a platonic friend. That is like that's why I always classify as friends, because I can bring her around my guy friends. And I don't want to say she's like the niggas, but she's also like somebody that I know for a fact isn't going to act differently. Like I don't have to go and. I don't want to say treat her like a woman, but she is a woman at the end of the day. So we respect her as a woman, but I'm also not being like, okay, when people see us together, like, well, is that his girl? Is that, are they just friends? Like everybody knows when they see D and I, they're like, all right, cool. Like they friends, like there's no like huddling up next to each other, me carrying her, you know, in my arms and shit to the car when she's drunk and shit. Like, no, that's a little, you know, it, it starts to look a little bit weird when you cross that threshold between like friends and oh, i'm sorry platonic friends and be like hey you know what like there may be something there for him yeah. though from what i gathered from the limited information you gave me it's like he like you you may or may not have liked him the situation would have been different if he would have conveyed you know if he would have conveyed himself differently like hey i got a girl blah, blah 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 but if there's a but to it then you can open things up but to me it just didn't seem like he was really interested in anything other than getting the yams so yeah I tell my friends this all the time. Oh, first I wanted to say this. Um, for me, I own, like you said, my friendships are my friendships. The only time I have to kind of label them as platonic is when they're new. So people that have been around for a very long time consistently, I don't have to label that as anything. Even if we've had awkward conversations, I still don't have to label it as anything because we know that we're friends and we've had a conversation or whatever and we express whatever we express, but we know that we're friends. But with newer individuals that are that haven't been around or, you know, at least in my adult life, because who you might have known as a teenager, I haven't spoken to him since I was like 19. So who I was at 19 compared to who I am at 34, we're two, that's a whole different girl. I'm a woman. That was a, that was a girl, you know? So as far as that, I feel like labeling the friendships with newer people is important just to set the tone. You know, Mm -hmm. I have to let you know where we stand because you haven't been around me. You haven't talked to me. So you're trying to fill in, you know, get a feel for who I am and what's acceptable Mm -hmm. to me. And I have to provide that. I have to set the tone for that on my end so that we have an understanding. We can find some common ground here. Um, But also, yes, I am the type of person I'm, you know, I live a bit more of a fluid lifestyle where if I do, would just want to do something, I am going to do it. 
So if I feel that I want to have sex with a person, regardless of their situation, listen, I'm going to do it. I don't care about the rest of their details or whatever like that. Mm -hmm. I just, that's just how I am. That's like you said, that's the shit that he got to worry about. For me, it wasn't that. And I've been in situations where you go on a date with somebody and it's just fucking electric. Like you just have this energy between the two of you and, and the vibe is just right. But from the moment we got into the taxi, it just was weird. The fact yeah. that you sat on the phone and I don't know if he was trying to emphasize his reputation as far as who he is and what he does because he does work in the music industry. So I, I don't know if he wanted to emphasize that. Like, you know, I had already told him, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm very proud of you and what you do. You know, you came a long way, whatever. Like, that's awesome. I always rooting for black people to win. I always want to see black people do great. And it makes me feel even better when you know that person and they win. That's like, damn, you know, I used to know them. You know what I mean? So you don't, but I'm also such a humble person where it's like, I don't, care about those things i don't give a fuck if you make ten dollars an hour if i say that we're friends i'm gonna talk to you the same way i'm gonna talk to a friend that's making six figures like that's just what that is for me and i felt like he was trying to like stunt basically like yeah i'm this big guy i'm this important person yeah Complete turn off. I complimented his jacket and he had to emphasize that it was Balenciaga. Complete turn off. Like, yeah, like I said, okay. I said, well, I asked you that. I just was telling you that it was a nice jacket. Yeah. But the thing is, it's like there there are guys who I guess like aren't used to women who've seen shit before and been places before. So they're like, all right, like if I show her the bare minimum, she has to be attracted to it because I'm me at the end of the day. And it's like, no, it's the shit that you got on. Like a lot of women, you know, no disrespect, like they get caught on like the labels and shit like that, which is cool. Like if that's your vibe, if that's something yeah. that you want. But for him, he's in a status city. So he has to go with the idea of the status. Like, oh, you know, I'm in the music industry and oh, I'm wearing this and that and the third. Even if it was a compliment that he didn't, you know, interject himself. It's like, you know what you're doing here. Like you, you have to let people know, hey, no, this isn't, walmart brand this is fucking balenciaga some shit like that like it, i mean it could have been it'd still be fly you know what i mean but yeah with him with him i think my, i don't know this guy at all but it, it just feels like there are a lot of guys now who just don't kind of like say what they mean and mean what they say the first time especially mm-hmm. when it comes to women that they're interested in like he from what i'm gathering he already was attracted to you and as a nigga i can tell you like okay Girl coming into town, you know, she's new here. She, you know, it's kind of like the the virgin of the city, if you want to call it that. Where it's like, all right, like, no other niggas have claimed her yet. Nobody's tried to, like, fuck with her yet and anything like that. She's in my town. I can show her around, do some things, blah, 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 blah. And then, you know what? If she's feeling me, then we'll we'll see where it goes. When I was a hoe, used to do that shit all the time. Oh, girl coming in town, you know, she went to Virginia State or some shit like that. Or she's from this state or whatever. Boom. You know, she comes into town. You don't want to see the city. yeah, she gonna want to see the city, and hopefully she wants to see some dick. Like that's just that was the vibe. But again, like that's twenty. You know, like that's Greg at like twenty, yeah. twenty one, twenty two. 
Now it's like mm-hmm. you can't play those 21, 22 year old like mind games and shit like, oh, I want to come over for game night. Like, no, you don't want to come over for game night. Say what the fuck it is. Like if you say, hey, I'm attracted to you and I want to come over, you know, we can do like adult fucking things that adults do when they're alone with themselves instead of, hey, you know, the Netflix and chill. Netflix and chill was a thing in what, 2014? We don't do that shit in yeah. 2023. Like, no, like, are, are we fucking? In, and he- like, I'm not coming over there without a purpose. So. He honestly could have worked his way into some coochie. He could have. But he blew it. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh, okay. Because I, I was looking at my uh, little avatar and her mouth isn't moving. So I just was making sure. Oh, yeah. Um, But yeah, you know, over time, because I don't have anyone here and I, and I have been talking mm-hmm. on many episodes about how I'm dickless in the city. So I feel like it it probably could have worked its way to that. Like if you're showing me the when you first call, you're talking about how, oh, I can show you the town. Oh, you confused about the transit system? All right, I can teach you that. Like you talk such this good thing, th- these good things. But then next thing you know, it's like, oh bitch, I didn't spend money on you like now I'm looking to get the panties. Like, bro. Yeah. No. Yeah, that actually I, I, I forgot to bring up that point. The what do you say he was like I spent a bag. Like like that is not the end all be all to shit. I, I don't know where like these new niggas and it's not even new niggas, it's old niggas who acted new because they my age. Yeah. That are just like, all right. <laughs> They're like, hey, yo, I spent some money, so I'm guaranteed some pussy. That's never been how it works. And even if it is how it works, you don't know you getting the pussy until one, you get where you're going. You don't go and talk mm-hmm. about it before you get it. Like, I, I don't know where this new, like, mind frame of men has gone. That's why I don't really believe in a platonic friendship. Because as a man myself, I've told you. I'm like, yo, like, I like you. And, yeah, we can be cool or whatever. But I just need you to know in the back and in the front of your head. Like, yo, like, it is what it is. Yeah, we can do all the, the sightseeing and shit like that. But I'm letting you know this now. Like, I, I am attracted to you in that form and fashion. If it happens, yeah. I'm, you know... All the consequences are there. So it, it just it's weird that, you know, the way he's going about it in my head, it just seems really shady. It's like if you're very shady, shady. Be shady. Yeah, like bro, like it, it just weird. Oh yeah, you know, I wanna, you know, you don't invite me over to your place. That's some shit that he's like, all right, I wanna come to your place because now I know where you stay at. Because if that nigga do come into town talking about your, you know, your other boo, it's like Hey, you know, I know he's coming into town. Why don't I just pop by? Hey, I'm a friend or some shit like that. No, exactly. like, that, that, that's behavior that I don't want to call like bitch made because I'm not trying to be disrespectful. But it's also like, oh, that's not a platonic friend. Platonic friends should be able to be like, you know what? Your new boy in town. How about, you know, when y'all go out, you know, even though you and I do whatever we do, whatever. Guess what? When he come in town, we're going to hang out or some shit like that. That's a platonic friend. It's like, all right. Like, you know what? Like, yeah, he's a like genuine friend. But you know what? you probably could fuck on him when you, you know, your army bully, you know what I mean? So yeah, that's, that's my train of thought. That's why, you know, the topic about even, being platonic friends a, with men. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, like when it comes to like being platonic friends with men, is impossible. That's why I say it's not because like mm-hmm. we all have like either like an alternative motive or we just are the type of guys who are just like, we told you what it is. Like most men are attracted to the women that they befriend at some point. There's always going to be mm-hmm. that one point Now, you know, you as a woman, you might have to check him and put your foot down. But the thing is, once you do that, 
that dictates where the rest of that relationship and that friendship goes. That's how you can tell if you are actually platonic friends with that nigga or that nigga is just sticking around hoping that he has an opportunity. And that's why I hate that term <laughs> platonic friends because it's like, oh, yeah. he's only sticking around hoping that he's going to get some shit from you versus, you know what? I actually fuck with her. Yeah, she, you know, turned me down or whatever. But you know what? I'm still around because I actually genuinely care. Like for him, I don't get that. I get that idea of, hey, I'm going to show you the city. I showed you the city. Now I'm trying to show you my dick. And then if you don't take that, you know, <laughs> let's, you know let, let's go, you know, let's go out again. That's why you didn't hear from him for a while. And the reason why he was like, yo, like I thought I was going to crack the first night. She in town. Blah, blah. Every nigga's thought about this. He was probably talking to the nigga he was on the phone with in a taxi on the way home and shit. He was like, man, it didn't go out the way I thought it was going to go. Blah, 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 blah. Whoever was on the phone mm-hmm. probably already knew that's why he was on the phone because I hate to say it, niggas are messy. Like grown ass men are messy. So at 35, like if I'm going on what I think is a date, what the woman is thinking about as her just seeing the city. No, like to me, that's, I hate to say it, that's a date. Like talking about, oh, I'm gonna show you the city. Like if it's me and you and it's just us or something like that, yeah, we can go to the arcade or, you know, whatever the fuck people do, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's to me, it's still considered a date regardless. If you have a, a spouse or a boo or some shit like that, like to me, like it's either, it could be a date with your friends, something like that. Dates to me are considered like intimate things that you can just go out with somebody and do. Like whenever you come here, it's like, all right, Greg, I'm back in DC. Yes, you know, it's gonna have to be a date night then. We're just gonna have to hang out. We're gonna fuck. We're gonna have to drink. Like it's gonna have to be something, you know what I mean? But with mm-hmm. him, it's like, yo, you came into town, you already knew, like, at least in my head, you already knew like what he wanted. You just wanted him to voice what he wanted. But he just kept playing mm-hmm. around. And it's like women know they be like all right this nigga i know he the way he's saying this shit i've heard it 14 times before i've heard hey let me show you you." it's like yo i I already know i already know the game so why don't you just say it that's why like i I know i always sound like the old nigga when i say it i'm like yo i've said these things enough now i understand why women be like yo there's nothing new under the sun because they never heard this shit what surprises them more though at least from what i've heard is just to be like yo like this is what i want because nine out of ten, the women want the same shit. Like I, I don't know if you told him this or not, but I'm sure he got an inkling somewhere. It was like she kind of horny, but whatever. Like y'all probably had conversations. I never told him anything about. That. I never had a sexual conversation. And, and that's, that that's what makes it so much funnier is because like I hope he don't listen to the show. By the way, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I hope the bitch listens to the show. Listen to the show to understand. The mindset of a fucking woman. Okay? You need to know. We're too old. We're so close to fucking 40. So I want you to understand. Because see, what I Mm -hmm. also feel is that with the field that he's in, he get he's probably around a lot of groupies who don't they don't necessarily care if you're the star, but if you're hanging with the star, they're willing to fuck you. Exactly. But you know that's not me. Even when he first called, I'm like. You keep trying to hang out with me, like nigga. Uh, where you should have like a uh, Instagram model side piece or something. What you want with a little regular old me? I said it exactly like that because I'm not that. I don't fucking take pictures every day. I don't have a, a fucking BBL body. Nothing about me mm-hmm. says like bitch that you're going to put in a music video. So what? I'm sure that that's all you're around from your clients. So what do you want with me? You know, but what I want, like those celebrities, though, and I didn't mean to cut you off when it comes to them, like from what I've noticed, they like they aren't intrigued by the shit that they normally see. 
it, it's just like if you go and you eat fucking McDonald's five days a week, we you know day six, you're like, you know what? Like it's the same fucking shit. Like I want to try something different. Like for him, I'm I'm going to assume that him being in the industry and shit like that, he's tired of seeing the BBLs and the women who look light skin in the photos and he dark skin in real life. The the shit that is just like you know the the typical Instagram joint. If you you know, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to be real like respectful about it, but no, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, like they they have that aesthetic. He's not used to that shit. So when he sees Shay, he's like, all right, cool. Like, you know what? Like, I like her because I've always known who she is and I know of her. Issue is for him, he hasn't seen you in so long. He doesn't realize like you've matured. You aren't like, you know, 19 year old Shay. You aren't the person that he's thinking, even with the limited conversation. So he's like, all right, New York, new city. Let's see if we can either rekindle something or let's go and see if we can start up something, regardless of what he has going on. But it's like you you have to vocalize that stuff and accept what the other person is about to say in response to that. If right. he came at you correct and was like, yo, like, you know, I wanted to take you out, blah, 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 blah. It's been a couple of years because most people, they know, like, it's been 10 years, like, whatever. Like, when's the last time we saw each other? High school, college, whatever. Then you know what time it is. Like, I, I want that. Just say that then. Give yeah. the woman, you know, afford her the ability to say, you know what, I want to do this or not. Because, yeah, going out to drink, cool. But when he did the whole, the trying to, like, lean in on a kiss, I was like, okay, at that point, he wanted to fuck. Why didn't you just say that then? Right. Like, that's what you do when you're, like, I, for me, that reminds me of, like, when people used to go to, like, movie theaters and shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, all the friends and stuff, you try to, like, sneak a kiss and shit. Like, why are you sneaking? Like, you know that person want to do it too, but you just try to sneak around. Don't just just ask. But again, this is why I have to continue to say, like platonic friends, you have to either let them know they're platonic friends or put. I don't want to say put them in a friend zone because I hate that term, but you have to let them know, like yo, like it's platonic because in this, you know, in this circumstance, one he has a situation, and even if he didn't have a situation, he didn't come at you correct. So right. it's like, also, I don't know what you I enough. want. Okay. Go ahead. No, I don't know you enough. What were you saying? Oh, I was just going to say, like, you don't know the new him enough to even dictate where you would take that. So that was just where I was going to go. Yeah. Also, what I want men to stop doing, stop assuming that it's okay to come to a woman's home, because what you have to understand is that we are living in a different world. Not even a different world because serial killers have been around forever popping up in a bitch home and, 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 and doing crazy shit to them. But what you what you have to understand is that we're, it's not really a comfortable time for someone that you're just meeting or just linking back with to come into your personal space. I am very protective of my personal space. I don't ever want my home to be the place where I'm calling the police a lot and they know my phone number and they know my address and they know that when they came here, it was a domestic situation and they figure that's what they're coming back for. I don't want that. And I've never had that. So my home is my peace. I can invite you into my space, but you have to allow women the time to be comfortable enough to let you into their space you cannot assume that after one day or two dates that a woman is going to feel that comfortable maybe yeah if you're investing the kind of time where you're like yeah we only been on two days but we talk on the phone every day or something like that if you guys have built up the rapport or if she feels comfortable enough with you then that's fine but you allow her to lead 
the way when it comes to stepping into her space. Also, when you live with someone and uh, and the other individual can't come to your home, stop asking to come to theirs. Because if I can't come to your house, you can't come to mine. Now, we can go to hotels and do whatever we do, but mm-hmm. my house is not going to be the fuck haven because you can't bring it to your house. You can't come here to Netflix and chill because your bitch boring and you want to get away from your screaming kid. That will never be this. The same way that your home is your place of solitude, so is mine. Exactly. You said something that I really wish like guys would kind of like hone in on, regardless if they are platonic friends, fuck buddies, boyfriends, spout whatever. Like investing time. Like I don't think we as like a gender do that enough. And when I say investing time, I'm not talking about, you know, going on dates and shit like that. That's to me, it's like, all right, three or four hours of like alcohol and, you know, talking and getting liquored up and shit like that. And when I say investing time, like actually getting to know that person, like you said, you know, the last time y'all saw each other, you were 19. That's a lot of time that was missing. Like, and you can't convey that in a text message. You can't, you know, even do that shit for real, like in a phone call, like according to what I'm getting from the conversation, you have to be able to say, when we talk, let's actually catch up. So no, you're not going to get no ass date one, date two, date three, unless she wants to give that to you. Again, it's still up to the woman at the end of the day. But for him and men like him, including myself, because I don't want to seem like I'm just like this perfect nigga, but investing time just, it matters because investing time there's always like a benefit at the end of the tunnel like there's always exactly. something where you know when i say the benefit you somebody's like the pussy yes that's that's definitely on the on the menu so you know, the investment is that i'm like can you imagine like how much pussy a woman's actually going to give you if like you just invest a little bit more time than the last nigga or the other nigga who's trying to talk to us like, like you talking about all right let's go to the bar and go get some drinks it's like well how about y'all go to the bar and shit like that after y'all spent it, you know, day doing other things, you know, like also investing, like asking the, the proper questions, you know, talking, that like conversation you know. actually matters. And only Honestly. if I say that, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no. What were you saying? Well, basically what I was just going to say is the only reason I know this is because like we have the show and, mm-hmm. you know, us, you know, we know each other. I, damn, like we've known each other for like over 20 years. So it's like, OK, right. like I know you. But there was a period where you and I hadn't spoken because it's like, all right, we're moving in two different paths of life. So it's like, you know, after like high school, it's like, OK, everybody kind of disappeared. Then when social media came back, it's like, all right, cool. Like we can get connected to people. But it's mm-hmm. also like you have to invest time to get to know people. So you can say, you know what? I understand why that person don't want to give me no pussy. I can understand why that person is this way. Like for him, you can't just, you know, be gone for fucking 12, 14 years and then come back and be like, you know what? Yeah. So night one, we're going to get it on. It's like, no, like you, there's a lot of shit. People have personal traumas and things like that. So when I say invest Very time, much so. you know, women can say, you know, they want men to invest time, but men have to honestly want to do that shit. Like I've been a huge, like, you know, proponent of that. I've been somebody who's always advocated for it because a lot of my, even like friendships, they've ended because I didn't invest time in knowing that those friendships kind of like died out. Those friendships, they had like an expiration date. Mm-hmm. And you have to, you have to invest time in one yourself and two other people. So, you know, with those platonic friends, because, you know, we're talking about platonic friends. If you start there, 
you don't always have that's not the end game for some people exactly. but it's also yeah it's also not the place that you have to be stuck in it's up to you on if you want to be that platonic friend or not but there are a lot of men who just feel like you know like i felt once upon a time was like yo i don't want to be in a friend zone so what i'll do is if we have that talk like hey i see you as a a friend, I'm like, all right, cool, we can keep it friends, but I'm only going to bring you around in friend situations. I'm not going to go and be like, all right, I'm not going to keep beating my head against the wall, being like, you know what, she told me we friends, but I'm going to keep trying to take her to the bar and hang out and do date, like date relationship type shit, knowing that's not Mm -hmm. what she wants. So for him, he has to, you know, invest some time, prove it. You know, instead of being on the phone and and the Uber and shit like that, how about having a conversation? Wasn't it, that was the one moment you could have actually had that. You know, the bar, obviously, the walk home, you know, things like that. Investing time matters because I'm telling you, from from what women say on Twitter and social media, the shit that I be seeing, I'm like, oh, oh, all they want us to do is just like slow down a bit. Little, that's it? <laughs> I, I, like, Yo, like, it's, it's, I, I didn't realize like it was that simple. It's very simple. And especially when you're dealing with a woman that's like very vocal. I'm vocal. So like when I do want something from a person, I say that if I know I want to, if I want to fuck, I'm, I say that I want to have sex mm-hmm. with you. I'm not one of those girls that's real timid or nothing like that, because I feel like if we built a rapport and we've been talking on the phone and we've gotten to know each other or whatever like that, and I'm comfortable with talking to you now, I'm mm-hmm. comfortable with expressing myself. So if I feel like I want to have sex with you, then that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to tell you that that's what I want to do. You know what I mean? I don't like, I never like being pressure. And like you were saying about traumas, I feel like all my life, especially as a a girl that was shapely at a young age, I have been overly sexualized all my life. Mm -hmm. All my life, I have just been, oh, I feel like I'm about to cry because it makes me sad. And it makes me sad, not more so for me, but because I know that there are young girls that feel that same pressure. You're, You're kind of pressured into doing stuff. Because this is what you feel like, well, maybe is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Or is this what it is for everybody? But it's not. And I didn't learn that until well on into, you know, my 20s. That this is just how they were treating me. Because, well, one, the time that I was coming up, it might be different now because you can buy butts. But at the time when I was shaped like that, it was a rarity. So you don't. Mm -hmm you know you're you weren't seeing them on every corner like that so that made it even worse because now everybody wants to be under the big bugger everybody want fuck her everybody's curious about it you know what i mean and it, mm-hmm. so yeah i do have a guard up with people that give me that energy i have vowed to never fuck with nobody that i knew from my past and I, I vowed to never fuck with people that we, we went to school with and i'm gonna tell you why mm-hmm. because niggas from that went to school with you and I'm sure other women can agree a lot mm-hmm. of times they have like this mindset of um damn I wanted her and now I'm gonna yep. make it my goal to fuck her because I never got a chance yep. to do it back then and now I'm a whole man and now my nuts done drop and I got the guts to say whatever and I'm gonna say it mm-hmm. and we, we they'll can, come oh, we gonna we're gonna go talk ahead. about this for a second. Let me go ahead. Let me go ahead and put a pin in this one because we we gonna we gonna have to touch on this. Get, let me go ahead and make my notes now. But keep going. They will literally like try to 
talk to you as if like and if I recognize your face from school a lot of times I'll accept you on social media because we went to school together but I'm not very responsive so a lot of times a person can DM 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 and I'll never say shit but if any you know if anyone has ever wondered why it's because I don't trust it I don't trust it I feel like they they have a vendetta it's like Bitch, you wouldn't give it to me back then. I'm going to get it now. And then I ain't never going to talk to you again. I, not just speaking from my own perspective, but my friends. I have even told a lot of my girlfriends, bitch, stop talking to niggas from school. We have to just <laughs> write them off. They are not an option. We do it yep. because meeting people nowadays is very hard, especially when we went through the whole, you know, um, the whole period of being quarantined, you know, meeting virtually online and stuff, it was just like it was heightened. So when you see someone that is a familiar face, you feel more comfortable with it. But sometimes those are the biggest snakes. So, ladies, you are not alone. If you're if you're leery about those situations, I ignore about I ignore a majority of that. I don't respond to people. And sometimes I'll respond nicely just to see where they take it. And once I see where they're taking it, then I just stop responding. But mm-hmm. I'm so quick to ghost. I'm like, I'm the ghost queen. You should just call me a fucking ghost buster. Because mm-hmm. I'm a ghost. I will ghost a nigga real quick. I don't like being uncomfortable. And I, and, um, you know, it's just, you just have to, listen to women we we say things we give hints sometimes it's even in our body language if you touch us a certain way and we pull away or whatever like that you have to take heed to the signs mm-hmm. i'm not saying no and in, internally my body is saying yes nigga i'm saying no and i'm meaning no exactly but i think a lot of us men At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker engineering your success say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. Like, thing where it's like, all right, like, does she mean, like, no with the intentions of the chase? Or does she mean no, like, it's a firm no? And the reason for that, and I'm not, like, scapegoating, I'm not giving people, No, no, like, no. Excuse, I want to understand. But, yeah, like, some people just think that. Some men think that. Like, there are a lot of women who, I hate the fact I'm about to say this, but it's the truth. Like a lot of women will say no to the guy with the intentions of like hoping that they go the extra mile. And when I say the extra mile, I'm not talking about the R word. I'm not talking because I hate saying that term or anything like that. But when it comes to like a lot of guys, they they press the issue because it's like, oh, like I I thought you were with it. I thought 
you know, this is what we wanted, blah, 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 blah. Not realizing like a woman can change her mind any moment. And a, a lot of men just don't get that concept, even at their, you know, their old age. Like when I say old age, meaning like over the age of five, like when a woman says like, no, like <laughs> that's exactly what the fuck it should be. So when I hear guys say like, yo, like, you know, she was digging me. And I think a lot of people want to try to attribute this to sex. It is not sex at all. I'm talking in the scope of like talking to a woman. So you were like, all right, like the girl or I'm sorry, the woman. You could be talking to her. Y'all could be vibing for a couple weeks or something like that. And then she realized, you know, she's not really that interested. The guy going to keep going because he's like, well, you were with it three weeks ago. Why are you not with it now? Shit can change. A woman can be like, you know what? I'm not interested. And men don't know how to take that because ironically, and I'm I'm definitely going to tie this shit into high school in a second. A lot of men aren't used to being told no. And it it sucks that it's that way. I've, I've seen more guys than not, not know what the word no means because they've had so many options this is where i turned it into high school again and i'm I'm not gonna stay here too long but there are a lot of guys like you said before like they were told no in high school they Mm -hmm. they weren't shown interest in high school even college but you know you and i we went to the same schools for years so it's like we know a lot a lot of the same people and when i say no like you know there might be a a group of people that you knew that i didn't fuck with and the same Mm -hmm. thing for me but the reason why I didn't fuck with those people wasn't because of you. It wasn't because I didn't know these people as persons. It was just how I saw them treating situations. Mm-hmm. Like, there, there were people that they treated like shit in high school and they haven't grown yet. That's why I don't go to like high school reunions. I don't go and like join the Facebook groups and hang out and stuff like that. I'm sure those people are cool. They have families and stuff like that. But a lot of people don't treat it that way. Yeah. I was weirded out for the first time ever about our personal like graduating class when I came back from school you know so I came back from school in what like 2006 I was hanging out with a a couple of you know at the time friends and stuff like that and we went out to the bowling alley that was in like Waldorf and they're hanging out with the girls that were still in high school and I'm like yo what the fuck is going on around here like it's weird to me I was like yo like we graduated 2005 and there were women that were well girls at the time but women now that class of 2008 2009 i'm like like why and they're like oh it's a a manipulation tactic yeah but yeah but one of them one of them said this to me and it it stuck with me like a sore thumb and you'll never see me around this person was when they said something to the effect of well you know just like when we were in high school like the girls in our class we didn't really want to fuck with them so we just fuck with the the younger class and i'm like yeah but you realize like what happens when you fucking 20 2021 and you're hanging out with you know got girls coming to your house and they're 17 mm-hmm. like 18 you know that shit was weird to me or not and i don't even want to say just 17 18 say for example like uh one night we went out or whatever and they had like a, a kickback and this is when kickbacks used to be like all right cool we're gonna hang out with the people we still fuck around with in high school you know that we fucked around with in high school and you know they might bring some other people that we may have known in high school but we really ain't fuck with them or know them that well but you know what cool like it's nice to have like that high school reunion and shit mm-hmm. but then you get there and it's like are right, you had the high school people that you fuck with and then the high school people that they fucked with that you ain't seen in a couple years but then you see motherfuckers that were like in a grade or you know two less than you and it's like wait a minute why, why the fuck they here like i thought this was like we all graduated the same class, but why are we hanging around with people from 2007, 2008? 
all because y'all still go to homecomings. Y'all still hang out in, you know, our part of town. I'm not going to say it because somebody be like, oh, this is the school y'all went to. We, we won't get that far. Right. But, you know, tying this all in, like now at 35, like the approach that I have to things is like if you're on my social media as a friend, like on Facebook and stuff like that, I feel comfortable enough for you to see my lifestyle because mm-hmm. I was like all through high school, I was the quiet nigga. Like I like I always had a personality that I showed after 3 p.m. Like I had a lot of activities and stuff that I did. So I always had a I was always me. I just couldn't be me in high school because I didn't want to be the superlative guy. I didn't want to be the the best dressed or the the funniest because like yo, like I still had to fucking graduate. A lot of the people who were trying to be class clowns and shit like that amounted to nothing. Like they they've mm-hmm. done nothing with their lives and shit. Like the the girls that um like I don't even say the girls that were the prettiest or something like that because those girls are still pretty. It's just more so it's like I know them for who they are because I know their personalities and like we'll talk and stuff like that. I'm like okay, like that's a you know that was a girl. She may have been like the pretty girl in school. Like like even with you, it's like okay, like she was all you were always like the pretty girl in school that everybody wanted to get at, including me. But uh, again, I was a hoe. Like I have to tell people that I was out here. I was doing shit, but. You know, when it comes to it, like you have to know who you are. So you kind of read the room. But now, like you see people and they're a little bit older. You actually have to like pick their brains. And be like, yo, are you the same person that I thought you were? Or are you like, you know, exactly. the person that, you know, yeah, because there were people at, like the uh, like four o'clock and shit. Like, and mind you, nobody else is going to know who the fuck four o'clock is, except for anybody who went to our school. And <laughs> it was so bad. It was so bad that like I don't I don't know where this girl is in life. I don't know like if she's well or good or whatever, but I know for a fact the reputation that she held, I can bring up that to anybody that went to school with us at that time. Not only do they know who the fuck she is, they have a story. Um and I felt bad because and I I swore I was like never gonna tell like the story publicly, but it actually hurts to say it now. So one time I actually caught said person. Like I'm coming down the stairway, going to high school, like in high school, whatever, going, you know, down the stairways, going to the ROTC room. And I see her, you know, doing her, what she was named for. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I I, I saw this and she saw me and, you know, I just kept on going and she pulled me aside. Mind you, her and I never actually had conversations before. Like she was in all of my classes and stuff like that, but she was also in ROTC. So. I guess like she had skipped class or whatever. And I didn't realize like the girl was actually like smart. Like I didn't know that she was just like literally one of the smartest girls in the class. Right. So mm-hmm. she, I guess she saw me at the next class and she was like, yo, like, you know, you weren't meant to see that blah, blah, blah. I was like, I'm not judging you. Like whatever. Like, cause she was like, I know a lot of people think me this way. She was like, that's my boyfriend, blah, 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 blah. So I was like, you know what? Like that is your circumstance. That's your situation. It's none of my business. So fast forward like you know a couple years we're talking like on i forgot where we were talking we're like on 8th street or something like that and her her real name came out and i was like yo like that was like i knew her name but she's always gone by that so when i actually heard of people actually humanizing her and was like oh well like she's that she's not her nickname and stuff like that and people yeah. stories and stuff like that it just reminded me i'm like oh like she's a person at the end of the day and you know the guy that was talking about her, he was like, yo, like she's grown, she's on this and 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 this. And I was like, yo, that's like these are things I would have never known because I would always had those preconceived notions. So what I'm saying right. here is like a lot of people in high school, the reason why I personally didn't like 
keep a lot of those relationships is because they didn't fuck with the people that I thought they fucked with in high school. And like you said, there are a lot of people that I've noticed they want to check boxes. You know, every guy had a list of like the five women that they wanted to fuck in high school. And that's not even just our school. That's every school possible. Like, you know what? Like, if I could fuck on this person, this person, this person, this person, this person, I would. And I'd be sitting there, I'm like, yo, like, is, is that all you want? Is that all you want to do is like, fuck, because you couldn't in high school because you weren't who you wanted to be in high school. So <laughs> when our, our guy group, like our little core guy group that went to high school together, when we talk, and, you know, obviously we talk about the women from high school and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, well, you know, this girl, she didn't shape up to be what she wanted to be in high school. And this guy didn't do this. And this girl didn't do this. And I should have talked to her instead of her. And they're like, Greg, what about you? I was like, yo, like, this is why I dated people that went to different high schools. And they looking at me like I'm crazy. Now they were like, Greg, what? <laughs> they were like, what, what do you mean? They was like, did you date girls at, you know, our high school? I was like, I did. But the thing is, like, y'all would have never knew who they were because it was always one of those things where I see her in the hallway or something like that. We we piece it up like, hey, we know we dating and some shit like that. But like when we duck off and give a kiss to the next class and we keep on moving, it wasn't no, hey, we got to make sure we take the same courses together. The entire world know we locked their arms and shit like that. And now, you know, all of a sudden you out. But I've noticed a lot of guys like, you know, you know, basically tying it back into this platonic friend thing. That's how they approach things now. So those women mm-hmm. from high school, those women from college, like that guy that we talked about earlier in the show, what they do is they present themselves to be the evolved version of themselves, the, the man mm-hmm. that you think you want to be with because they, they got all the tangibles. They got the nice job. They, you know, wearing the Balenciaga and shit like that. But you still got that high school like way of thinking. You, you have yeah. that, I got to check this box off. That's what I gathered. I don't even know, like, I don't know if this guy went to school with us or not. But I just No, we went, to college, we went to college together. But yeah. the thing is, for me, mm-hmm. I feel like at some point as a male, mm-hmm. because a lot of times we, you, you guys are the leaders and we follow your lead. And a lot of big decisions, just like marriage, that shit is really up to you all. We know we can't say we love you so much and we know that you're the one and we're just going to make this happen. That shit is on that ball falls in your court. A lot of what happens in our lives is, as far as relationships is determined by the men. So just sometimes being considerate of the woman can go a long fucking way. Yes. And, you know, as far as the men from high school that still talk about women from high school, get you a fucking life, bro. It, it, it's get so you a weird. Fucking life. It's weird. It, it, it's because weird, honestly, like, the, okay. I can promise you that the only time men from high school become topic within my friend groups is when they're going at someone. Other than that, mm-hmm. we never talk about you guys. We don't care. Yep. And trust and, me, like, what? Okay. So no, I didn't mean, cut you off. No, no, no. Uh, I was, I'm agreeing with you. Like, for us, like, the guy group that we're in, like, it, it has, like, pockets. It's, like, it's me, Darren, and, like, a, a couple of us. And then, like, Darren has, like, the, the Daves and, like, no, the yeah, yeah, and, them. Yeah. and then you got, like, the other bubble of niggas. And then they got their little bubbles of niggas and shit. And I'd be like, all right, like, I know what groups I can, like, tolerate. 
And then there's groups mm-hmm. that I just don't like, I completely isolate myself from. And the reason mm-hmm. why is because like, I know who I would trust with certain information. And I also know who I would trust around my situations. Like there was a, mm-hmm. there's a funny story. Um, and I can actually tell this one cause I think it's pretty interesting. So, you know, everybody knows I have a sister and she's supposed to be getting married. Well, she is getting married. I keep saying it's a post, like it's not going to change. Right. So <laughs> she, she's getting, she's getting married next month. And when I got married in 2018, I invited, you know, some, uh, some of our high school friends, like when I say some of our high school friends, niggas we went to school with. So obviously like D is like blood to me. Like I've known Darren longer than we've all been in school together collectively. So it's like, to me, that's like blood for me. And we go and we have the wedding weekend and everything like that. And one of the people who came up, I won't even mention who this person is. I didn't realize this at the time, but he was going at my sister. Like he was like trying to like actively date my sister and stuff like that. Knowingly, knowing that it was your sister? Knowing that it was my sister. This is 2018. So mind you, I'm sitting there completely like oblivious to this because mind you, my sister has her own life. She has her own identity. And for me, I'm grown ass man, literally about to get married. None of these things Family. I knew, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So none of these things I knew. So mind you, Darren was a, like, I guess he didn't want to tell me these things that like, hey, you know, like such and such was trying to like holler at your sister a couple years ago, blah, 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 blah. They went on a couple dates and I was like, okay, but I, I know how like certain niggas move. And I was just like, all right, I've seen them move this way before. This is why the story that I told earlier about like certain groups of like people from high school hung out with girls that were, well, I'm sorry, at the time they were girls, but women now that were like below our class. So instead of hanging out with the girls of class of 2005, you're hanging out with girls of 2007, 2008. And again, that's no disrespect to them. It's just the truth of what it was. So when I found out, like, I was like, well, I mean, there's nothing I can do. She's grown. I'm grown. You know, whatever they decided to do, if they did anything, I just don't want to know about it because the last thing I want to hear, because I'm a man at the end of the day, is, yo, like, you know, if that person I started beefing say, oh, well, me and your sister, we fucked or something like that, because that is shit that niggas will do. That's shit that when you and I talked about it a couple minutes ago about like high school dudes that they check boxes and like, you know, people like grown ass men when they try to talk about the the conquest they've had, that shit that they would do. So when I found this out, like he and I talked and I was like, yo, like it's kind of grimy, blah, 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 blah. I was like, I wouldn't do that shit. And you wouldn't try that with any of your other friends, like siblings. Why me? And he said, he was like, oh, well, he was like, Greg, like, you know, it was just a circumstance, you know, I always was a try. I was like, that's weird. I told him, I was like, yo, that's a little bit weird for me to hear. But I was like, I respect it. I just need to know that you wouldn't try this again, knowing the circumstance, right? So basically what my mom did, and, you know, I can, I'm not going to lie about it. So my mom, she takes the guy's credit card. This is the guy we went to high school with. Takes his credit <laughs> card. This is a uh, rehearsal dinner night. So it's this Friday night of our wedding. She takes his credit card because he's like, oh, drinks on me. She's like, all right, cool. She buys herself a bottle of 1880. That's $400. She goes and she gets shots for everybody that's at the bar. And mind you, we had an open bar. We went to a bar after, right? So mind you, the entire time he's attempting to apologize, you know, apologize to my sister and things like that. But we didn't know this until 
the next day, which is the wedding. Now, Darren and our like collective friends didn't want to tell me this because they didn't want to ruin my wedding weekend, which I appreciate. Um, but what happened was they went and uh, I guess one of the guys, the guy I'm talking about in particular, he came up to the wedding with a plus one. But then he saw my sister mm. and was trying to rekindle with my sister, like try to still like try to talk to my sister. And in front of the plus date, one. No, 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 this is this is why I didn't know. And you'll probably laugh at this and we'll talk about it a little bit later. But <laughs> he left the girl in the hotel room. So she didn't come to the rehearsal dinner or mm. the little after function that we had. She was at the hotel room because according to them they didn't know if we could bring the plus ones and stuff to the rehearsal dinner it's like rehearsal dinners are like for the family first and everybody that's supposed to be going to the wedding comes and drinks the night before the wedding right common mm-hmm. sense shit but either way he knew what he was doing because he kept that girl in the room and stuff like that so <laughs> then the next day where you know obviously my sister's in the wedding and stuff like that and after we're taking pictures and stuff like that and homeboy he goes and I guess his date is there. Date stays at the wedding. He's actually, I think they stayed at the wedding. He stayed at the wedding, but they stayed separated because she found out because there was some other inner workings that happened with the, the group from high school. That, that's what I will say. Um, fast mm. forward, you know, because that, that was 2018. So fast forward in, in 2020. Um, and this is a completely different group of friends. So they'll know this has nothing to do with them but i'm completely open to like talking about that wedding situation because i thought it was funny but i get a message and a friend request on facebook from somebody that we went to high school with and they're like oh well greg like you know how have you been blah 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 blah, and it's a she so she is like telling me she was like oh well you're doing well for years i didn't realize like we were friends for years and then like she got a new facebook page or some shit like that and she was like oh you know i always wanted to like get with you, blah 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 blah, and I'm like, yo, like where in the fuck was all this energy in like 2005? You, you trying to talk to me? And I'm like, yo, it's like 2018. So I was like, yo, what? I was like, you don't find this shit weird? Like my profile photo hasn't changed in like forever, right? I was like, everybody know I'm like at that point I'm married, you know, didn't have a kid, but it's like everybody knows this shit, and I'm very open about that. So mm-hmm. she says she's like, no, I don't want to break up a happy home, blah 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 blah, right? Say I lied to you not. Another male friend of mine said, oh, well, I checked her off my box about a year ago. And I was like, wait, check, checked her off your box? What are we checking off the box? He was like, oh, yeah. He was like, well, her and I were cool in high school. And she, you know, I guess like the girl either lost weight or she looks different, obviously, because people grow up. He was mm-hmm. like, I didn't realize she was going to turn out as bad as she turned out. And he was like, yeah, I, I had to try a piece. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with it? Like. Yeah, it's and mind you, this is high school. So, you know, tying again to the show, because people are like, dang, y'all done talked about high school for like 30 minutes. But that's <laughs> what we know, because I, I, wanted, I wanted to tie it back into platonic friends. This is why I don't believe in platonic friends. Like, either we friends, we fucking, or somewhere, like some gray area. The reason why mm-hmm. I say that is because the people you think you're platonic friends with, have ulterior motives and they won't mm-hmm. go and tell you that shit. Um, key, you know, key point, the guy from earlier in the show, he knew for a fact his intentions were clear. He just didn't, you know, voice them to you. He's like, you know what? I like her. I've always liked her. And you know what? I'm going to take, you know, it upon myself to know that 
we're gonna go and get drinks. I'm gonna show her the city. But I'm gonna plan a kiss on her tonight. I'm, I'm gonna let her know I like her, even though I got a whole situation. But I can guarantee if he'd have just told you straight out, like, yo, like this is how we gonna start the date. He knows as a man, you would have cut him off at the knees. If you'd have cut him off at the knees, he'd be like, well, fuck, that ruined the night right there. Some men just rather just like lie their way through the night and then hope to get some at the end. That's what I think you, you know, ended up in. Experience. Like, situ- yeah. And, you know, for me landing the plane, because I know you had a point that you want to make with platonic friends, like you have to be crystal clear. Like you can be a platonic friend to a person, but you just have to say like, yo, I am attracted to you. You are attracted to that person. Or if it's like mutual, then it's like, all right, let that be what it is. Let that fester. But again, you give the other person the option to feel something. That way, it's like, okay, I never knew you felt that way. That's great you felt that way, but I feel differently. A lot of people, both men and women alike, just can't handle rejection, so they just don't even want to bring it up. They don't even want to put that option on the table. They're like, nah, like, mm-hmm. I like her, and I'm just, I'm going to convince her why she should like me back. Like, no, how about you just tell her you like her, and if she don't, then just, like, suck that shit up. We're, we're, yeah, and, and it's like okay said, to, to be 40. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, oh, no, I was just about to say it's so, and it's okay to not want to talk to the person anymore. Like, I'm not one of them people that's like, mm-hmm. oh, well, he expressed that he ain't really feeling me like that. And I, and I already told him that I like him. So now he don't want to talk to me. Oh my gosh. No, I get mm-hmm. it. Cause now I might have made you feel awkward. Like, it's okay. Yep. We don't expect for men to not share some of the fi- same feelings that we have. That's not an expectation of women. So, mm-hmm. all we ask is that you can, you know, reciprocate that energy and respect how we feel as well. Because if a woman tells you what she's feeling, and then you ignore everything that she said, now you just now, motherfucker, you disregard me as a person. Bingo. And that also is not going to make a woman want to fuck. Like yep. I, I've never fucked anyone that has ever made me feel like. I did whatever I was saying out of my mouth wasn't worth listening to, or they didn't have any interest in my personality. That's dead. So that's the point. Also, what I meant earlier about the manipulation tactic, even fuck high school, even as adults, what we've come to see as women, and this is something that I've discussed with other women. So I'm speaking for, for more than just myself what we've noticed is that men who don't want certain expectations well don't want to meet certain expectations they date younger because the younger Mm. women don't have any expectations and that's the same thing with what was happening in high school when we get to a certain age and you come back around from college, so you're like 21. So now the girlfriends are asking for like boyfriend type shit or whatever like that. And, you know, they want a little bit more from you. They're, you know, the girls that are still in high school are just happy that you have a car and you can come pick them up and then you can take them to go get fast food and they can take pictures in your car and shit like that. They, you, you date younger because there are less expectations of you as grown men, men our age that don't want to think about marriage right now. They don't want to think about kids right now. They don't want to think about, they just want to have sex and they just want to have fun. They date a lot of younger women. You And I've even been a victim of that where I 
probably was dating somebody that was like twice my age that should not have even been in my anywhere near me. But he dated younger women because she can manipulate them. Mm-hmm. And that was his thing. And now I was talking to someone about that recently, one of my girlfriends. I was like, Do you remember him? She was like, Yeah, bitch, he probably like 45 now. I was like, mm-hmm. damn, you're right. He <laughs> was he was much older, but he was hanging around me because he knew that younger girls were just we didn't have any real expectations. Oh, you won't give me money to get my nails and toes on? Oh my gosh. That shit don't mm-hmm. move me now. You know what I mean? Yeah. What do girls say now? What do you hear in these songs? Niggas, you got to buy a bag. You want to pay mm-hmm. rent? You want to move me? Tell me, you know what? You wanted to treat yourself to X, Y, and Z. I'll pay your car note this month so that you can do that for yourself. So you can go and take the trip with your friends. Or you want to take a trip with your friends? I'll pay your way to your trip with your friends. That's the mm-hmm. shit that girls are looking for. And men don't want to meet their expectations. So dating younger, they know that paying for the motherfucking toes and nails for a 20-year-old, that's, going to, that's lit to her. Exactly. Girl, he just gave me a hundred dollars. I went and got all the diamonds on my nails. Girl, I'm lit. Girl, he just gave me, <laughs> he gave me two fifty. I went and got my braids done. Yeah, you know. Man, but as you get older, that shit ain't moving you no more because now you're you're already used to doing it. That's part of your regular routine. I'm doing all of this already. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is- so what do you, what more can you bring to the table? And since they aren't interested in bringing more to the table they go back to the girls that they can manipulate. Which is crazy because you said something about expectations. And I wanted to ask, like, why is it that the older men get their expectations get lower and then for women, their expectations get higher? It it just, from what I gather from that conversation, that's what it is. Like you said, older men, like they tend to go for younger women and younger women, even if they date their ages or their caliber of like their well, like no, Greg, so like it's not that it goes lower, it just stays the same. Mm-hmm. It never evolved, it never moved. So the things that oh, they wow. were wanted from women in high school, they still want those same things. They're just looking for pussy. They don't think beyond that. You know what I mean? A lot of yep. men are like that. I watched a man today. He, this lady had on the short dress. Uh, she had a nice butt. And the guy, the whole time she was walking, Lord, have mercy. Shit. She make me want to do something. God damn. <laughs> and she can hear him because I can hear him. Even though she's already across the street, he was so loud. And I'm just saying to myself, You've seen ass before, bro. You've had pussy. You've had it. Why is it such a big deal? Why do you have to make it be known to that extent that something is attracting you? What What do you get from that? Uh-huh. Not a damn thing. But the the dick just some guys the dick just controls their mind. The they only they only think yeah. of the dick. Does it? There's yeah. no more substance to them. I've had phone conversations with guys where it's like they'll come off as cool and then like randomly you'll just get a picture of a dick. Like, bro, That's did right. I where <laughs> did I in the conversation ever say like, oh, let's I want to send you this. Send me something. Something like <laughs> where did I ever like hint that I wanted to see your dick? I never did. Mm-hmm. But you but that's, just that's the thing. felt compelled that's the to thing do that, that, and then you guys get mad 
when girls share that shit. You guess what? If you ain't our nigga and you're just randomly sending dick pics, they're going in group chats. That's mm-hmm. what's happening to your dick pics. They're traveling. Now, because we laughed at your little hooded dick, now it's in Wait, well, 10 <laughs> other girls' phones. And those 10 girls are sending it back to who, whoever else they wanted to send it to and laugh. Like, now the dick is out there, bro. You wanted your dick out there? Now it's really out there. Oh, my God. Yeah, we... Uh, that is... I had to clip that one. That That is a Twitter clip right there. That A hooded <laughs> dick. Uh, oh my god and and the, re- the reason the reason why i'm laughing is because like uh so shannon and i when we did the show on saturday right so i'm mm-hmm. i don't know what happened I, I think like i took the edible and i was just like doing a show with her and I, <laughs> I started like going on this this long ass diatribe about like uh like it was just like about dicks right so we, we started talking about uh, <laughs> we started talking about like circumcised versus uncircumcised. So I put myself out there, and I was like, "I'm circumcised, I'm circumcised, or whatever, right?" And we started talking about porn, and I was like, "Yo, what I don't understand is like women, like when they give like a, a guy head, but like they aren't circumcised, like they're uncircumcised, right?" And I was like, "They got that little uh, the little cape, the <laughs> I called it a cape, I think. It was like they had a little cape, right?" I was like, "So what happens, like?" when like y'all are sucking it from like soft to hard like do you have to like is it like peeling back like a fruit roll up oh my like, god so a, i've been blessed enough to never have experienced one yo that i don't know what happened like shane was like greg you were going like in i was like that it wasn't my fault i was just kind of confused because i you know earlier that day i looked at a a video on x videos a home girl was going to town and i was kind of concerned because like it was one of those like it was like a filmed one right so it wasn't like the amateur shit so i'm going i'm looking i was like oh like she's like she's going to work right and i guess the dude came or whatever and all of a sudden that shit like this shit shriveled up and it looked like a snail when you put salt on it and i was like oh no now the whole thing is behind the hood the whole now it's in a sack (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting there like, yo, what the fuck is going on? So then naturally Shane's sitting there and she's talking. She's like, Yeah, you know, Greg, like she said the same thing, but I think she said she had like talked to a guy who had one. And naturally me being an asshole and not reading the room, I was like, yo, so like how did like how do you clean it though? Like, cause these are questions that literally like go through my head. Like at the the first impulse thought I thought was like yo how do you clean it because as like somebody who's circumcised I'm like I know for a fact like I can clean it and it's all there there's nothing hidden right so it's like what happens mm-hmm. if you have like some like bed lint or some shit like that and then you go like is that why women are like conditioned to like automatically like look for like pube hairs and shit like why they giving it because they've had like somebody with the the snail dick uh, never mind let's just move back Let, let's get back to the discussion I think Greg. No, but I get what you're saying because yes, it's 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 <laughs> yeah. I haven't oh. I, I I haven't ever I haven't ever sucked one, but um I have been exposed to one, mm-hmm. and I just couldn't. I just started acting weird after I saw it, and it wasn't to be mean. I know they probably get that from a lot of girls, guys. If you don't listen. If you are happily uncircumcised, stay that way. Don't let bitches like me influence you to go get circumcised because I heard that shit really hurts as an adult. It, But when you're just used to saying things as one way and then somebody just pull up with something completely different, it wears you out a little bit. You know what I mean? And um, I've watched yeah. porn 
I've even watched amateur porn of them sucking hooded penises. And what I've noticed that the women do is that they pull the skin, they hold the skin to keep from, I guess, the skin going back and forth. That should look like a raincoat. No thing. Definitely looks like a raincoat. Definitely not interested in that. But definitely not. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say something that's uh, definitely an unpopular opinion. N- niggas who are the ones that we're talking about who just, you know, are bad platonic friends because they're trying to fuck are probably uncircumcised. Except for me, I'll tell you. <laughs> like, I can't do it. Um, like, that, that's all I can say. I, it just sucks to know that. But I just, you know, to land my little plane is I really hope that a lot of guys take this episode and like we'll talk about this again because I feel like on, on Tuesday we had to talk about it, especially with the the shit with uh, Rihanna and uh, Homeboy. It's like, oh my gosh, I, yeah. Who wants to go through that? Pregnant? It's terrible. Yeah. Well, but that's what mm-hmm, I mean. Again. I'm at an age now where I'm not into breaking up happy homes. Like I don't want to be the reason that a man gets put out. I don't want to be the reason that a lo- a woman loses her husband or her her mm-hmm. long time boyfriend I don't want to be that well, you know what I mean I, I'll, I'll give you a clue into this because as, as somebody who's here and I've seen it on both spectrums got friends who are like this and I've asked them too I was like because obviously like some of them have stepped out and we've had to have like that discourse and that conversation I was like yo like did you get caught because you were like, cause I have to say get caught because that's like the usual phrasing for it. like, did you get caught cause you caught feelings for the other person or did you get caught because you got comfortable? Like, were you just being lazy as fuck and like leaving your phones out and stuff like that? And mm-hmm. you know, the, the homie, he said, yo, he was like, out was, what do you call it? He was like, he was pillow talking and he was like, he was just, you know, given the information that was happening on, you know, happening in his house to homegirl mm-hmm. and what happened was his i guess his spouse or his lady she was like she had an idea but she also told him like as long as home was good she didn't give a fuck what was going on out there as long as he didn't bring that shit back the issue mm-hmm. is they had an argument or whatever and what he did is he left he left out the house and all that and he went to homegirl house and started pillow talking again so naturally homegirl goes and i guess the next time they have an argument she goes and puts the shit on instagram stories and i was like that's the problem that's the fucking problem right there if you're gonna go and i'm, I'm not condoning cheating and all, all that other stuff i will say though if y'all do do this shit like just make sure that the other person does know I, I hate to be the person to say that shit, but it's absolutely true. There are women and men alike who will say, you know what? Yeah, they're completely happy at home. They'll do whatever the fuck they're doing at home, but they can keep that shit separate. A lot of people have what do you call like open relationships and yeah. there's like an actual, there's like a term for it, but they have that and they're conditioned to say, you know what? Once I unlock my door and I walk in, whatever happened outside of here don't matter. But a lot of people mm-hmm. I've noticed they don't know how to turn off the social media valve and they have to divulge information that leaks into their personal lives. If you're going to go and fuck off on your spouse or some shit like that, it cannot leak into your kitchen. It cannot be some shit that is just like here and adamant. Somebody's like, Greg, you advocating for it. A little bit I am. 
because most of you motherfuckers are Will and Jada fans, right? Y'all been watching that shit for fucking 15, 16 years, thinking that shit was normal. Then August Alcina come out here, everybody all of a sudden an advocate for, like, <laughs> protect them. Like, no. Like, it, some relationships work that way. But a lot of mm-hmm. niggas that I know, what they do is they go and they the family man with both people. With the, with the side bitch and, and the main lady. And it's like, you can't be that. Like, the side bitch is going to have to be the side bitch and accept that. And again, mm-hmm. somebody's really going to cancel me for saying that, but it's the truth. And I'm not calling no, it's the truth. Because, yeah. Only reason because when the, because when the lines cross, yeah. But when the lines cross, that's when you start to have the issues. So you're mm-hmm. 100% correct about that. You have to, but that's why when I said earlier about. Mm-hmm recognizing when you have to draw the line because no matter what you say when your mm-hmm. fucking feelings mm-hmm. grow it's just Bingo. it just naturally happens in your mind you can tell yourself oh i'm just gonna have sex with this person whatever whatever it's just a nut but then yeah. y'all might sometimes have conversation after the sex you might mm-hmm. talk to them on your ride home Y'all might sometimes be like, shit, I'm hungry now. You want to go grab something to eat? Now we chatting at the table and you're starting to get to know the person. So at that point, you, you're developing something more than just a situationship. Yeah. You're right. But at that point, don't you think like once you've gotten to that point and at that point, your relationship, because it's definitely gone from fucking to a relationship, like you've had to go and not reevaluate, but like re like calibrate your situation uh, your situation and say you know what i'm going to go and say exactly what i want from you now and just reiterate what this is to be like you know what mm-hmm. you know you and i we fucking i just need to make it crystal clear that we are just fucking if you can say that shit then it's like all right bet like you know for a fact that that's what it's going to be but a lot of people mm-hmm. don't go and recalibrate that shit there are too many like people including myself who just you know i can't even at 35, I can't calibrate just like fucking from like a relationship or a situation. I catch feelings mm-hmm. and that's because I'm an Aquarius. I, I don't even know anything about astrology. I just, I'm going to blame this on astrology for here because I don't have an answer to it, right? So it's like, you know what? Because I'm an Aquarius, I just No, it's because you're human. But, don't do that. I want people to accept that that happens. What you're saying right now, it, you're reiterating exactly what I said. It's just that mm-hmm. naturally you develop feelings. It, it happens. Yeah. yeah, but that's that's the only issue, though, is how can I say yourself sounding like a complete asshole? You can I, I think people feel like when you're like in a relationship or situation, you could only have feelings for that one person. Neglecting the fact mm-hmm. that you have like kids, you have families and stuff like that. Like you can feel mm-hmm. for two different people. You can have yes. your your spouse and like person a person you actually care about. Like I guess the perfect way to explain is like, okay, like say you got out of a relationship with somebody in like 2020, you're going and you know, you're with this new person and you have feelings for them, but you still have feelings for that other person. If something would happen to them, you would still have those feelings. So Mm -hmm. feelings just don't change all of a sudden because that person isn't in the position they were in your life. But a lot of us men, at least like we have, we don't know how to compartmentalize our emotions to just one person. So I'm not saying this is why we cheat. I'm just saying like, we just don't know how to like readily identify with just like one person unless mm-hmm. that person is just, I won't say our person, but like they check all the boxes. And at 35, I can tell you like there isn't just one person I've ever been with. It's like, you know what? They check all the boxes. Like if they checked all the boxes, I'd probably be worried. She probably killed me. Like I, I feel like she <laughs> has to be a serious Too perfect. Because 
Yeah, and that's the thing. Nobody, nobody has ever told me, men and women alike, to be like, you know what? I found the perfect person. I like I've mm-hmm. I've had that perfect person. Like I know for a fact, like with Jess, like nobody she, the the, she hates that I load the dishwasher wrong. I'm like, <laughs> like, oh my like, but that's just, cute. That's little minor stuff. The big things are the things that will that make the difference. Like, okay, I hate the fact that like when he he never compliments me. You know, you can have somebody that they may love you, but the way that they love is different. So they might not say that the sweet nothing is that you you yearn to hear, but then you'll meet someone else that does that every time you send them a pic, they're telling you how beautiful you are and, and this is what you needed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um so sometimes it's the bigger things that make the greater difference. It just depends on how important it is to you. You know, of course, she just can just might not like that, but just know she can go right back behind you and fix it how she wanna fix it. Or or just yell at me and be like, nah, you do it. Fuck that. I'm t- like <laughs> I think they be. I, I ain't gonna bring the whole situation. I'm, I'm gonna just leave that one there because you know she definitely will probably listen to the show and be like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Like I was talking about you, but I'm gonna act like I wasn't. But like, I, I guess the moral of my story is like, when it comes to like your situation, you could definitely care for different people. But in terms of like platonic friends, that's why I again I can't say like it's it's a term. It's, it's just a term for me. It's not something that I identify as because I wouldn't want somebody to be like, oh yeah, that's just my platonic friend. Just like, just call me your fucking friend. Like, you know, for a fact, I'm attracted to you. That's fine. You're probably attracted to me too. If that hopefully, but like, I would hope there's some type of attraction there that made us friends, especially of the opposite sex. Um, somebody like, damn, like you have to be attracted to, yeah, you, you know, in a sense, like for the opposite sex, you would hope that you are somewhat attracted either mentally, spiritually, like, you know, by looks or whatever, to the person that you consider to be a friend. That doesn't mean you want to fuck every friend that you have, but you want to have some type of, like, you know what, like, something about them attracts me to them. That way, it's just, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a friendship, because you never know, it could be more. Like, in five Mm -hmm. years, you're like, you know what, I I dated, you know, around, and the person that I was supposed to be with the entire fucking time was right there. I've mm-hmm. heard that shit. I've seen the movies, um, the Tyler Perry productions and shit like that. The next door neighbor that been cutting your grass for fucking 15 years. You've been, you know, throwing him off, you know, bringing niggas in and out the house. Next thing you know, you know, one of them swing on you or some shit. Next thing you know, boom, like he comes in and defends and y'all got the, the white picket fence wetting with Cicely Tyson, you know, standing on the uh, porch and shit. Like rest in peace to her, by the way. But yeah, it's just for me, like platonic friends is definitely a term that I would honestly, I would like to see used more, but I don't want to accept it. It's like if you tell somebody, hey, that's, you know, my platonic friend. Like, OK, mm-hmm. I can see why you would do that, because you have to, like, identify them separately. But it's mm-hmm. only for those niggas who just don't know no better. That's like, OK, you tell the nigga that, you know, for a fact, want to fuck, but he just hasn't gotten the fact that you don't want to fuck. You're the platonic friend. You you are the, the nigga that I can't fuck because I won't fuck you. Like, there's something about you I can't fuck. You are unfuckwittable. If that's it's unfuckwittable. Either way, definitely a thing. It's definitely a thing. (laughs) So, yeah, there, there. I don't necessarily use that term. Mm -hmm. No, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I don't uh, necessarily use the term platonic. The phrase platonic friend with men, but if someone else outside of the friendship asks about it. 
Like, so how, what, what happened with y'all or whatever like that? Then I'll say that. Like, oh, that's just, we're just platonic friends. We ain't never did shit. Yeah. yeah. But if <laughs> within the friendship, no, because I feel like if we are real friends, then you already know what it is. But I feel like when you pressure a woman, then yeah, I have to start saying like, nigga, I, well, I don't fuck with you like that. This is strictly platonic. Mm-hmm. Like, don't twist it. Yep. Other than that, no, I'm not big on the phrase at all either. Um, and do I feel like it should be used for more? No, I don't feel like it should be used more. I feel like if you know where you stand with the person and you respect each other's boundaries, you wouldn't have to use it. It wouldn't even have to exist. But we have. But that's the thing. That's what makes it so relevant is the fact that lines get crossed. People don't respect boundaries. And then now you have to strictly label the friendship, even when you don't necessarily want to. But you have to. Mm. See, you just had a mic drop moment right there. What, what am I supposed to say to that? That That's it right there. You you just solved the riddle. You, just, you know what? I, I feel like we have to have a part two of this. Um, we might have to include some other voices, you know. Yeah. Even though we did this on stereo, there were no voicemails, which is fine because I feel like we had a, a nice, what, almost two hour dialogue on this. Yeah. I think we have to have some other people come on. There was, uh, I think one of your friends who was like, she wants to, you know, touch on it and stuff like that. Hopefully yeah. we can send her this show and be like, I need you to listen in full detail. Just, you know, mm-hmm. make yourself a glass of wine because we went everywhere. I mean, we, we talked about, you know, Ubers and, you know, niggas on the phone, high school, um, uncircumcised dicks. I don't know how we fit all of that in 90 minutes, but we did. Um, but it definitely has to be a part two. So, friend, if you're listening, we would love to have you come on the show because I, I feel like you and I, we get it because we know each other. I would love to hear somebody else be like, well, this is my opinion on it. Maybe they yeah. can, like, sway us because I think we came to the conclusion that Shay's, you know, her mic drop, that made sense to me. I was like, you know what? She gets it. Literally, so you know. I just want to say for the ladies that might listen to this, don't be afraid to stand your ground. If you've Mm -hmm. ever been walked over or pressured into something, know that, and regardless of your age, I don't care if you're in your teens listening to this or if you're a full-grown fifty-year-old woman, stand your ground. If you don't want something. Don't do it. We are only here to please ourselves. You can't make everyone happy. If you were just living to make everyone else happy, then guess what? You were just set to live a miserable life because you can't live for others. You have to live for you, even when it disappoints people. So your body is your own. You don't have to share it with anyone if you don't want to. And you don't have to explain why. Your choices are your choices. And if the people around you can accept that, then fucking ghost them. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. I love it. All right. All right. Um, y'all have been listening to another episode of Young Black and Bother special episode uh, with Shay. We, we got to have like a, a name for a show that's just you and I do. Because I think that the dialogue there is fire. So Yeah, I mean, we have haven't done this in a long time. Down? Nope. Damn, we, we haven't. I think the last time we did this was what, like 2020? Like, well, 20 was the beginning of 2021. Yep. Dang. <laughs> yeah, we, we're going to have to do these more. Like, I was looking, I was, I'm looking at my friend's tweets. I'm like, come on. I'm like, I, I was like, okay, something's sitting on her spirit. And I was like, you know what? Let's just do it again. I set up the <laughs> schedule and I was like, let's just do it. So we're here. Y'all got an episode. Um, 
I'll probably drop this next week. Uh, that way we have something. Uh, I know we may or may not have Young Black involved. It depends on how this uh, Rihanna, ASAP Rocky thing, you know, pans out. This is what happens. He was a platonic friend at once. He got the draws and then he didn't appreciate it uh, again Tuesday for that. If You know, if we have that show. But okay. you have anything, you know, any you actually do you have an unpopular opinion before we get up out of here. The unpopular opinion for the night is that every woman in your life wants to fuck you. It ain't true. Oh, see, look at that. Look at that. Oh, y'all, that's the unpopular thing. I don't have one. I'm going to save mine. But we'll see y'all in the next episode, y'all. All right, peace. Peace. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. $5,000. That's the average amount of money people in the U.S. are now spending on gas in a year. Five grand. That's crazy. If you drive, you have to download Upside, the free app that gives you cash back every time you get gas. That's right. You can earn real cash back with Upside just by buying the gas you're already buying. You can literally start earning cash back today. I use Upside every time I fill up, and I've already made around two, $300. You're putting gas in your car anyway. Why not get real cash back? If you like free money, download Upside. I'm saving the cash iron from using upside to help pay for a vacation later this year download the free upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas use promo code game to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank you can cash out anytime right to your bank paypal or a gift card for amazon and other brands just download the free upside app and use promo code game for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank that's code game for a 25 cents per gallon bonus